Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the podcast brought to you by me, Eddie, the Hot Seat Podcast. We're live. I'm here with David Lawrence, hanging out, chilling, kicking it. Uh, we're going to do a podcast here. Where should I put the mic? Right there. Right there. So we can hear us loud right there. Man. So, yeah, man. That's pretty crazy. You were telling me about the Buffalo. Attack the lady. <laughs> oh man, Buffalo are no joke. I think Casey Kendall had a had like a he was cruising through the park and sees some goofballs, you know, being goofballs, uh-huh. trying to get up close, take a picture, uh-huh. and the Buffalo started chasing the guy, uh-huh. and they stopped and watched him, and you know they went out over hill and went out of sight, so they didn't get to see the outcome, whether the guy got hit or not. But wow, yeah, they're no joke, man. I've, Pedaled past him on a bike and and also like hiked to a top of a hill, seen him, and then another time in a kayak, you know, and Little Missouri's like three feet deep only, and they're standing in the Little Missouri drinking water. The buffalo? Yeah. Oh. So what popped into my head was like, if that big thing tries to charge me, I'm screwed. And you were on the kayak? I was in a kayak, you know, you oh. can't paddle away, you can't really hop out and run. I mean, you could, but good luck against... And you a were stampede. close to the buffalo yeah, and the kayak? Yeah, the it was the river's probably maybe sixty to a hundred feet wide at that point, probably even less. Mm-hmm. And he was like on the shore drinking, and then I would have been, you know, in the deepest part of the stream. So hopefully, it being like muddy, if it would have tried to charge me, it would have just sank. But I don't know. Glad it didn't happen. So you had quite a few encounters with buffaloes then, huh? Quite a few, yep. And then, a, you know, a lot of when you, you don't see them there. Oh, man, the craziest one I had ever was uh, me and Abby um, brought, uh, we were living in a camper at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, we brought it down to the Badlands, stayed for like two weeks, and we're right in Juniper Campground and, you know, hear this, you know, click 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 type noise like someone walking but it was hoofs and didn't really in the asphalt or in the yeah on the asphalt because we were in the the, like official campground yeah and then uh like okay harpua was with us we had a fire abby was babysitting these like a like a three and four year old yeah and it like got spooked but it was it was seriously within like 10 feet from us but it was all you know there's a fire and the fire kind of makes it light where you're at but distorts the rest was this during the daylight or this, uh, pitch black night oh, like, like midnight shit. you know we were sitting around a fire the, the girls were asleep i was probably sipping a beer and like spooked it and it and it took off uh-huh but yeah walked right by us and then the next day well it kind of walked off ran off on its own little path so mm-hmm. that was kind of somewhat its path just happened to come through our campsite Wow. And then this uh, other dude I know, Wolfie, comes out to camp with us the next day. We're doing our thing, and he walks to go set up his tent. And where he's setting up his tent was the exact like path path of the buffalo. I'm like, dude. Oh, so he was camping in the same campground the same next day. day huh? Yeah. Oh, the next, next day. day. So okay. yeah, I go. I, I see him. He's about got his tent up. I'm like, you don't want to be here, man. Like wow. we uh, buffalo walked through, got spooked, and went blasting right through it. Right through the tent. Or it would have. Oh, it, I was like, if yeah. you stay here, you're going to get, yeah. it's going to stampede you. Yeah. And but, we've yeah, woke up some mornings, you know, you wake up there and there'd be a hundred of them, like yeah, all over. It, 
it's almost like seeing a dinosaur. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, buffaloes are super rare. Are just, are big bisons? Oh, yeah, last time I was out there, uh, it was the like the beginning of spring because there was still snow at the Theodore Roosevelt Park, and then I wanted to go inside the campground, and there was like two big old buffaloes right there in front of the the entrance. They didn't want it to move. And then I stopped and I looked at him. He looked at me. And I kind of felt like, oh, man, this buffalo might attack me. Just, like, <laughs> hit the door on the side of the car. Yeah. So Maribel was like, no, back up. You know, it's like, go around. You know, it's just, well, all right. And then we just kind of stay a distance away. That's yep. what, yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. Stay a distance yeah. away from them. Yeah, shoot. You just practice social distancing, yeah. I guess. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, yeah. Not just that too, but also like respect his, you know, around his surrounding. Cause yep. he's a big son of a bitch. Oh man, he'll yep. fucking run over at yep. anything. Yeah, bulldogs, buffaloes, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That lady got attacked by a buffalo. Then <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't uh, be laughing. That's that's crazy. Yeah, like, fifty-five years old. Fifty-five. And, like uh, man, right in the face, Ooh. vertebrae broke and. I wouldn't doubt if there's, you know, maybe not full-on facial reconstruction, but, yeah, not that far, but, like, something. And the time before that I remember um, an attack would have been every bit of, like, 20 years ago. And, uh, again, it was an old lady, Mm -hmm. and she was trying to just slowly get a couple feet in closer and take mm-hmm. a picture and a little oh closer. yeah that's what people do huh they're yep. trying to get so close the classic like a you know, class. that's what they got to put them signs up because there's some goofballs who actually will do it but anyways the lady or the buffalo came up you know did head down charge and like scooped as it charged her and no joke it threw her like 20 feet up in the air and then she hit a branch on a tree. Ooh. Otherwise, who knows? She would have could have went further. But yeah, bam, hits the branch and falls down. And she, I don't even know if she broke a bone. She, you know, tough old lady, I guess, handled it all. But pretty. Yeah, I seen that. People getting <laughs> too close, and then they'll they want to take a picture of a buffalo, and then they're getting too close, and then the buffalo gets pissed off and just charges them. Yeah. Yeah, there've been incidents, cases like that at Yellowstone and. Yeah, I had a park ranger yell at me at Yellowstone, and unfortunately, I was that idiot one time trying to get close and get a picture, Mm -hmm. and it was in the the spot in Yellowstone, like where there's a, I don't know, a little town or something at the edge of the... Was Yellowstone? Probably so. It was years ago. But uh, yeah, there was a, I think it was an elk or or a moose or something like that, and right downtown, and it was across the street... And, um, yeah, I, I just had my little point and shoot camera out and started kind of walking in that area and some, and the park dude just like screamed at me, Hey, hey what are you doing? You, he'll charge you. And I was young and dumb. So I probably said something stupid oh. back, but and made have stayed mad for the rest of the day. No, <laughs> no I back. Yeah, you'll see on like in West Yellowstone when you go to the entrance of yeah. Yellowstone. Um, you'll see elk just hanging out in town and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's almost. I used to say at our park that like they'd bait them, you know, like put food there because you just oh. so happen you drive past the Theater Roosevelt and there's a buffalo hanging out. So you know, great photo opportunity for tourists. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure they throw like food, huh? I wonder. Yeah, oh, they rams. got them all like they got like some secret. Drug, drug, salt lick that keeps them coming back for more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. 
I'm here hanging out with David, doing a podcast, talking about cool stuff. <laughs> what is your age, David? Ah, uh, man, I'm going to be 34 in September. Oh, man, 34 years young, huh? Yeah, 34 years young. Mm. Getting up there. So those are your experiences living here in North Dakota, you know, buffaloes and shit like that? Yeah, all kinds of stuff, like man. Theodore Roosevelt? Mountain what? lion. Mountain lion, too? Mount, the mountain lion, I, I've seen, I've had two sightings. One was in a car, not so scary. The, the second one was actually last summer, mountain biking, me and Andrew, or me and uh, um, John. John Bessa was Yeah. There? You Dude, guys saw a mountain lion? We saw a mountain lion. We were at the like the, the first spot on the Matahe, or, or one of the first destinations. We were at the bottom of the what they call never-ending switchbacks at the like a cattle trough uh-huh. and um look up and see i thought it was a deer but sitting extra still and then it kind of you know we sat and watched it and it was like a you know deer are kind of like a dingy color and this was like more gold and then eventually we figure out it's a mountain lion it was was it like gold colors yeah like it was like gold tannish? and the, throughout you know versus a deer kind of like the color fades to this, to you know, the belly or to the leg or whatever. And it walks like a cat, huh? Like, well, this this was, dude. It was on, you know, it was at the top of the switchbacks at just a really gnarly spot. And yeah, was, we figured it out not too long after that it was a mountain lion. But it was, Holy I God. got like a mountain lion phobia, and it was it was far enough away for me to not be completely freaked out because it was. It'd have to scale down, you know. Dude, mountain lions are scary, feet. man. I think so. I've oh, never seen dude. one, but they're big old cats, huh? Yeah, I mean, you, you could watch a house cat jump, you know, go go from the ground and jump on top of a refrigerator. So you you add 250 pounds and six feet of length. I think they, they can jump uh, five times their body length. Holy so you, shit. Like 25 vertical feet or something. That'd be like... And they're predators, dude. <laughs> yeah. They fucking hunt. Well, and even like a house cat. Most yeah, house cats, cats are, are sketchy, too. Yeah. They kind of give you that look like they want to eat your yeah, face eat off. Your fa- or, yeah, attack you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, you take that Man. times a million and you got a big, mean thing. <laughs> and then, you know, they're they're keeping tabs on you, I'm sure, when you're out in the boonies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember that wasn't, last time we were out there riding at the old 85, uh, we saw rams. Big, big horn sheep. Yeah, rams. that was pretty did. cool, huh? Yeah, me and you, when we met those yeah, guys. Yeah, we yeah. met those guys. What was it? John, Derek, and all those guys. John, out Derek, there? Casey, and had a good old time. Yeah. Cooked some food, hit, hit the seen? drop in, hit the hips, hit the wall ride. Had a blast. Yeah, that was a good day. That's when I, that was my first time seeing big, big horn sheep. You're, you're never seen lucky too, because um, you know I, I know people here have lived here for their whole life and haven't even seen them. Really, they never yeah. seen them? No but shit. Liam, my nephew, today at work. He was all excited. He was out for more Memorial Day, and he snapped up some photos of them. Bighorn sheep out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. And that would have been in the park. Like, I've never seen them in the park. I always see them at, like, uh, sea camp mm-hmm. area, you know. I think one other time hiking in the Badlands, I, I seen one, but that was about it. Super cool. Animal. Yeah, that's pretty cool seeing fucking um, bighorn sheep out there at the Theodore Roosevelt Park. National Park. I think Der- of all the mountain lion sightings, Derek's got the ultimate one. He's seen them all? Dude, they did the... Um, mountain lion? Yeah, they did the Little Missouri um, Long X to Lost Bridge, which is like between... It's minimum of 45 miles. And so okay. it's split up in two days. And they, you know, go to... It was him, Cy, and Wolfie. 
and they wake up while well, him and uh, Cy were up drinking coffee at about 7 a.m. and they hear some scuffling and across the Little Missouri, they see a deer come running down, um, running down a butte and then look up and there's a mountain lion chasing it. Holy so like straight shit. up National Geographic. Like, Holy natural wildlife oh, shit. I would, I'd pay money <laughs> to see that. I would I'd gladly give a chunk of my paycheck just a view of 30 seconds of that. Like a glimpse of that. Yeah, that's cool. And even more if I can get footage of it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What other animals are out there in Theodore Roosevelt National Park? Um, Have you seen them? Yeah, there's, I've never seen a badger out like in the park but I've, se- I've seen them in you know right here in town mm-hmm. um i don't know uh, nothing too crazy typical deer antelope i've seen antelope on the side of the highways driving and shit truck and shit yeah i've seen those oh going to baker remember we were going to baker montana mm-hmm. at the skate park and we've seen those antelopes yep. out there the american pr- pronghorn technically is their name oh that's their technical name I get, of course i learned that from will billy oh yeah oh. <laughs> he's the animal guy will billy <laughs> yeah man yeah there's crazy that's pretty cool going yeah. to national parks hanging out and get to see the nature of it and chill and you know yeah it was uh i might be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure uh theater roosevelt um was the guy who like set that aside, like funding oh, for, for national each state parks to, to keep the yeah, national parks I think open. so for all parks, Yosemite, yep, and all that. Yosemite is a nice park. Oh, I, I heard there's um condors down in California. Dude, the I, condor, California I've seen condor? a California condor when I hiked the Grand Canyon. Oh, and really? They had um at that that would have been in 2003. I was 16, I believe, mm-hmm. and at the time they were like pretty close to extinct i think they're oh that's right there was a time when they're they yeah, were like they're about extinct dude, yeah it they had uh six foot wingspans and we'd be you know we were hiking up the switchbacks in the grand canyon and you know you see them from a distance and then they come and like swoop close to you and it's kind of like an airplane coming and about Gross. ready to hit you a big old huge bird huh <laughs> yeah bird. absolutely massive hey so what's the difference between a turkey buzzard and a condor Condor is bigger than a turkey Shoot, buzzard, a vulture. I don't, I don't know, but I I think a condor would be bigger. Bigger, yeah. Because you know the condor. Oh, that Hoffman. <laughs> the biggest of them all. <laughs> also, isn't it Matt Hoffman says name the condor? The huh? Condor. Yeah, that's a good question, huh? The condor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool, man. All these wildlife out there. Yeah, we got some cool underrated spots in the western dakotas and i'm completely okay with them staying underrated yeah what i see i see oh i see deer here running around the yard once in a while oh yeah you'll see like what is it just is it whitetail deer or just yeah probably so whitetail i think are the more scarce ones which one's the common one deer um the you'll see in the uh, in town and shit deer is it a mule deer? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I, yeah, not the hunter master. Yeah, me either. But yeah, sometimes they'll show up. They're, they're across the neighbors, and they'll come across the road, and they just hang out, start grazing, and shoot. In town, there's like locals deer, like size, edge of town, mm-hmm. just deer that are always there. They have been as you know, ten years or They've something. They've been there crazy. hanging out. That's and where they're even habitat. at the clinic where that manual pad we ride. Mm-hmm. 
there's like always deer that just hang out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of deers out here. Yeah. Oh, I got another question for you. Nice. Uh, when or how started introduce BMX? When or how? It's or so how much. did you start it? You know, who introduced BMX it? or how or um, who was it? Influences or. Uh, I lived in Sheridan, Wyoming for a little bit. I'm trying to think I would have been uh, maybe 10 or something like that. And uh, I lived a few blocks away from the Kendrick Park, it was called. Uh -huh. And uh, I didn't have a bike or anything, but the, there was these, on the way over, there's these little dirt jumps. Oh, dirt, yeah, they, they had like yeah. little dirt jumps? Well, dirt jumps as in they're probably like two, two or three feet tall and it'd be in the walking pass. Uh -huh. But the locals, like, you know, in my neighborhood, you, there's like a, you know, a little small, um, like, BMX crew. And one of the dudes, you know, this would have been in, like, maybe the 90s, I suppose. And the dude, you know, all the one of the guys had a green afro. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, like, his, I think people are, like, dyeing their hair with Kool-Aid or whatever they do back in the day. So, whatever, cheap methods. But, yeah, just this kind of, like, crazy-looking dude with a green afro. And I'd always see him riding past my house and then one time walking around or being at the park, there's a, you know, the dirt jumps on the way. And then in the park, they, they, um, carved out like a fly out lip that was probably three feet tall. And that dude would just pedal and boost one eighties. And it was like, that was the coolest thing in the world. You know, cool, cool looking people doing cool looking tricks, I guess. Just but fly I didn't, outs yeah, stuff. just fly outs. And I didn't have a bike for many years after that i think i would have been when i moved to north dakota and of course no influences being low population but our the albertsons had carried bmx plus and ride bmx and uh, i can i remember the, the first issue of of uh ride that i saw was the one with rooftop in the alleyway doing like a bump jump to peg stall on the fence uh -huh. And then, I don't know, it probably wasn't that issue, but I remember being, me and my brother being in Albertson's thumbing through the pages and coming across the the famous Vic in Murphy. In Williston? Yeah, in Williston. Oh. The famous Vic Murphy one-footed uh, table on table the curb point, in San Diego and yeah. just, like, jaws dropped. Like, couldn't yeah, I quite remember, figure out I how we made the it happen. I remember the prints. I used to have those at the store. Yeah, I remember I used to go to uh, the library. I remember one time I started carrying um, BMX Plus at the library, yeah. and I was like, oh, this nice. is cool. And then uh, you can check them out, and you just take them home and look at them. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool about that, you know. Yeah, that was, the BMX Plus might have came first, I think, that I've seen. And, like, I, I remember that's all I, you know, well, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, BMX Plus. And it, not as in a subscription. I just wanted oh, a just magazine. Oh, just one magazine? Yeah, nine brothers and sisters counting me, mm -hmm. so. But anyways, yeah, I, I, got the, I got the magazine, and I... Uh, laminated it because I looked at it so much. You know, I'd, oh, keep it a pristine. Oh yeah, I read every nice. single word. I read every single price, all the geometry on the frames, everything. You just and during that time, like all the new products coming out and shit. You know, stuff and then like the, that. we just knew nothing of it here in the middle of nowhere. But then that led to, um, you know, I've always loved skateboarding too. So I had CCS magazines. And then, uh, you the know, catalog one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to get those. Yeah. Too. So when you're in the middle of nowhere, you what do you do? Um, my brother Jesse, you know, we watched a video. Hey, half pipe. That looks cool. So we built a first built a quarter pipe that was like 
Oh man, it was six feet tall and probably had two feet of vert. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was made with we did we took like two by sixes and a saw to carve the transition and then put paneling that we had got for free, quarter inch paneling. And until we, you know, popped a hole in it. And then I think we put paneling the opposite way mm-hmm. and kind of figured out that was insane. We mm-hmm. couldn't do anything off it. So we hacked it, mellowed it out. And then we're like, whatever, let's just order um, actual legit plans from CCS. And then shoot, I had a... Really? You can order plans from yeah. CCS? Like, like plans, show you the exact wood, the, the everything, the everything. Blueprints? Yeah, dude, oh, it was like that. this, you know, a huge deal that you folded out. Uh-huh. And then we built a... Before I even really knew how to do anything, we built a, a six foot, eight foot wide half pipe. And, you know, this like rollerblades, bikes. Who built it? You? My brother Jesse. Okay. And with my help. But, okay. you know, it was our second. So he was riding with you at the same yep, time, too? Yep. Jesse rode until he went to college and he still rode in college. BMX? BMX. What, yep. for, what bike was he riding? Dude, we got a. Okay, so I guess our, our first bikes, we would have got bikes at the same time. Um, there's a bike shop in Mankato, Minnesota called A1 Bikes mm-hmm. and they do a 50% off every summer and uh, I think at first Jesse might have got a he got a mountain bike and I got it was sold to me as a GT and I was like all about GT you know I had the Dead Sailor um, video ripped out the picture of it ripped out and on my wall and uh, Jesse or anyways uh yeah, so I, I got this GT supposedly for fifty bucks. It was a hundred bucks. They sold it for fifty. And you know, I had the standing platform. Um this uh, things are kinda goofy and like, huh. Then one day I look on the bottom and it's got a, a sign that says like made in Taiwan and I'm like, No way, dude, GT was all, all American made. So was like, it? Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. back then it, I mean that was their like American made. So that was a red flag. <laughs> then one day I'm in like Kmart or Pomida or something I walked past a bike and it's the exact same bike and it's a Magna oh Magna, <laughs> Magna. they t- they ripped off the sticker and oh. put a GT sticker on it and the funny thing is yeah. is like like the um farm kids down the way that I'd pedal over to I was like you know real cocky like yeah I got a GT you guys have these Magnas and you know it turns out I had a Magna the whole time you know and then yeah jesse the next the next year he got at that same a1 bikes Uh he got a 97 gt performer pro um sky blue three spoke mags uh maybe the gt piston stem maybe not had like i think it had like the 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 drain pipe um seat post stub nose seat like so cool i got a bunch of pictures of it and then when he when he kind of upgraded, which would have been the next year, I I bought that bike from him. So yeah, that thing. Seri- oh yeah, every bit of forty pounds, four metal. Pegs, it was heavy as hell. Oh, huh? Did it have those dude. plastic rims? Yeah, the, really? wa- the wide three spoke rims. Oh. Like it was. It's funny. I like right when the internet came out. I remember, you know, first thing I did was went to GT's site. Then took like ten minutes to load, <laughs> and then just saw that bike. Dial up. Drew- oh yeah. Satin <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, Satin drooled over that. But yeah, the ne- the next year Jesse got a um, GT Performer Pro, and that was like when the GT Tour came out, and they started doing the top tubes slightly dropped, and it just they're really cool looking bikes. Dropped a little bit. It had the 
like four piece bars that inspired Skirbo's, oh, you yeah. know, the, the famous Bob bars. And um, what was the animal that made yeah, it? Yeah, yep. And that's, I guess, that's what Bob ran before he got to make his own custom ones. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the Jesse's Performer Pro had, you know, the, the piston stem. Such a sick bike. And I don't even know what happened to it. Oh, no, no idea. But my my old Performer Pro, it made its rounds, man. I've no joke. I found it in the landfill one time. Mm-hmm. Took it home. Really? Um, moved a couple times. Decided to get rid of it again, or I gave it to somebody. And then I found it in a garbage can again. Two separate oh, times I found the... it in a garbage can. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad it, or mad I didn't hold on to it. Because, yeah, I, I upgraded to... You know, I put some We The People three-piece cranks that I bought and shared in Wyoming at the uh, Sports Stop Bike Shop. Oh, there was a bike shop in Sharon? Yeah, yep. I'd, when we'd go and visit my sister there, I'd, that was, like, my closest access to a bike shop, and mm-hmm. I was totally the dude in there mm-hmm. not buying things, drooling, and, like, making a list of what I'd buy when yeah. I had the money. Yeah. And I came back and bought it. I, you know, yeah, I think yeah, I had yeah. a... I, what I bought like when the the peg boss forks. I thought they were so cool. Spent spent all my money on it. Come back and find out I got a one inch headset, and not a one and one eight. So it didn't work. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> sucks about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember those peg boss things were heavy and fucking beefy. Oh, it was just a weird. I remember one when I I used to run them. I, I remember I did a Smith. And I would I wasn't even grinding on the pegs. I was grinding in the bottom of the fork where the, <laughs> you know, it's already yeah. like, like holy shit. You know, you can grind it without a fork or without, Dude, without a peg. Think about that now. You did a pegless Smith. Oh yeah, yeah that's <laughs> there's, right. Yeah. There it there's a lot of dudes. I don't even see any yeah, of them people quite it. doing that. But then again, they didn't have a massive like dropout, like a lip sticking <laughs> out that like like a little mini peg like two inch. You can use it. Something. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, the bike at all at one point, you know, another claim to fame for my GT performer. Um, I had Dave Volker autograph the sprocket. Oh yeah. And I was very happy about that. I showed it off. I know, never. People would be like, "Who's Dave Volker around here?" <laughs> Who's Dave Volker? I don't know. GT, you know, Lord Volker, okay. like oh. the, the man. Uh, I think probably San Diego dude or something like that. Always killing it. Did massive. You know, he mm-hmm. did like Walt. Wall rode a train. I don't remember if it was moving or not. His son is killing it. Cole, Cole Volker? Yeah, Cole mm. Volker. But yeah, I went to an air show. Hey, what does GT stands for? Gary Turner. Oh, yeah? Mm. Who's that? Is that, that a... was the guy who started it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't run it anymore? I don't know. I guess I never... You know, when, when, I, when you're young, you're just into what you first see, and then... Once I, you know, picked up a Ride BMX, mm-hmm. then it was like, I was all about standard, even though I couldn't standard afford a standard. By, yeah, standards were expensive oh, when, yeah. I was, they're, when I was They're my favorite, for sure. Standard was like the shit, you know, S&M, too. Yeah. When I was a kid. And then Fed, S&M, and shit, and, um... Yeah, this, I'm trying to think, this would... I remember Huffy, Huffy was pretty cool, oh, yeah, and Corey Martinez, uh, Corey Nostasio was in it. Yep. Yeah, who else was in it? Todd Lyons, wasn't it? Jimmy LeMond? I think so. LeVan, too? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Huffy. Yeah, Huffy had, like, bit. the pierced front tubing, like, dual pierced front, like, all the crazy 90s stuff yeah. that was big. Yeah, my first BMX bikes was a bike from Walmart, and it was used. Nice. I bought it for 40 bucks, I believe. Nice. Well, yeah. technically, mine was a bike from Walmart, too, but they yeah, just put GT was, stickers yeah. on it. That was how I first started riding BMX bikes. It was a Walmart bike, and then... My brother had the Huffy 
diesel. Oh, yeah. The Huffy diesel yeah. had like a pickup truck. Well, I'm yep. not sure if it was a pickup truck, like a Ford F-350. Nice. Or if it was like a truck truck, like a bobtail truck. Yeah, Huffy diesel. And it had a sticker on top. But the top tube was different, dude. It was not like round. It was kind of like flat, like oval, like, yep. like not like round. It was like, yeah. like, you know, the top tube and shit. It was three eighths in the back, three eighths mm -hmm. in the front. Nice. Yeah, I remember all those cool memories when I was riding BMX bike. Yeah, I went to a, as far as back to like what, you know, the main question, like what got you into it. Would have been many things, but like the, what totally set it off was the, I went to a GT air show in Mankato, Minnesota oh. in, I think, 98. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, Dave Volker, Brian Blyther, Gabe Weed, Trevor Meyer. Mm -hmm. and Trevor Meyer wasn't riding the show because he he was practicing for X Games, which the whole time he was there, he uh, he was practicing his run that he won the X Games. I'm trying to think of some of the crazy stuff he would have been doing. I think he was that, riding for GT bikes? Yeah, yeah. I think he pretty much always did. But yeah, he, he was doing that crazy thing when he like, you know, the, he flips over on the bike, the bike's upside down, like on the seat and bars and then stands back or shoot I don't, i'm probably getting it wrong but there's some insane stuff happening that's for sure i just i dug up the film photos and was looking at it again and their their eight foot quarter uh blyther and volker were, were blasting like 10 like fast and loose style way 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 out there and this is when bmx had a show huh like a bmx show. yeah dude it was 1998 like dude. when they show up in fairgrounds and shit yeah, yeah it was so cool we stayed for they did two shows like two hours apart and we stayed there for every second of it and we're you know got the pictures with the dudes asked the questions you know mm -hmm. rode around jesse would have had hit the what later became my performer and yeah had dave volker dave volker uh, autograph it and then my sister laura caught a shirt and then yeah we got that all autographed i still have the shirt mm. it's nice. awesome. that's pretty cool yeah yeah man bmx how was it growing up in Mackenzie County, um, David? Um, you know, I guess made made it made the best of it. I've been here since I was like, shoot, probably ten years old or maybe eleven. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But small town that you you kind of don't like. And then mm -hmm. I did a I did a massive road trip all throughout the West Coast states when I was sixteen with my brother, my friend, and his brother. And got to see like everything, you know, the Grand Canyon. It opened your eyes, like, yeah. oh man, well, this is not. I thought I would have hated North Dakota. I came back with a new appreciation for it. Oh, for the, okay. I liked it for the first time mm -hmm. after I had went and seen mm -hmm. what the rest of the world had. Mm -hmm. So then I kind of like, before the boom happened, I kind of like felt like you'd have to be the North Dakota spokesman to like tell people about the cool stuff about it. And then when the boom came and a million people came here, I was like, man, just go home. <laughs> bad, huh? They came for money. They came for different reasons and talk trash the whole time. And I'm like, okay, you just, you go ahead and go to the bar. Don't, don't go do the Yeah. Cool a lot things. of idiots spending yeah, their money bunch on the bars. Of dumb and fools who don't. On um, prostitutes too. Cause when oh, I was driving a taxi, I was driving man. a bunch of um, guys and prostitutes and mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. I got insane, man. Got yeah. absolutely insane. But before that, I guess very thankful because um 
you know, like the atmosphere song, not what you have, but what you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't need a lot of things, especially when you're a kid. So it was just like bikes and skateboards. And I hung out with only people who did that stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's all I did and all I wanted to do. Put your face in a magazine or or, uh, borrow a a Road Fools video and watch it 15,000 times and memorize it. so I guess probably similar to a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. Minus the population. It's funny though, you know, you growing up here and then me growing up in California, and of course in California, BMX is fucking really like big. the mecca. Yeah, for sure. The mecca and shit. You can say that. And then, um, and then when I first met you here, uh, we all had in common. It was like BMX bikes and shit, you know. Yep. And that kind of brings the community, doesn't it? Don't oh, you yeah, think? without like, a doubt. You know, you do, uh, you, you wouldn't just walk up to an average person, but you see a BMX sticker on their car and you'll oh, run right up yeah, to them. Yeah, and or just seeing them. them in the skate park and yep. shit. And then, uh, yeah, that's crazy, huh, <laughs> how it is? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, even if you go somewhere else and if you see other BMXers and you talk to them, like, oh, hey, what's up? And, of course, you, you'll meet some douchebags. And I think that'd be more like the modern stuff but like yeah back in the day you're your friends no matter what like your your buddies I mean, yeah. nowadays you, got, you know, I go to the williston skate park because i was doing a job up there mm-hmm. and you know nothing against against the kid but like he sees me unloading a nice looking bike all his friends tell him to go challenge me to a game of bike Oh yeah, what yeah, was this oh this was i think a year or two ago but oh, really? the kid he was just a, like a fly out kid so he comes he just wants to be a cool guy instead of like excited to talk. And then, yeah, do, can you bar spin? Do a bar spin. Can you 180 bar spin? Do a 180 bar spin. By then, it's like, I don't gotta prove myself to you, kid. I'm like, dude, I'm here to, I've got like 40 minutes to ride my bike and then I'm going home. So I'm just gonna make some laps and then go home. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he was just like, huck it and do a 540 on the fly out. You know, one of them type of dudes just to... He did a 540 off the... He did. He just, he had oh. them like huck, he huck it, send it. He did. He, oh, had, he had a couple tricks. How old is this kid? He was probably like 17 or something. He's pretty young, but That's like it, sending it for the wrong reasons. Just oh, like, yeah. I'll pedal and do this versus like him and his buddies riding around having a good time. Yeah. And, you know, so just back to like our day and age, you see someone with a BMX shirt or whatever, your friends fast forward you see someone with a bmx shirt you're gonna run and challenge him to a game of bike no. oh this guy's older let's let's make him look uh, like a punk no. i ain't letting that happen dude you think they're yeah they're, there's probably kids like that and that was, type of mentality they think they're all tough like their shit doesn't stink mm-hmm. and shit but. i luckily was on that night i think i landed every tail whip i tried and every and more like a, like a like a slight motivation to it shouldn't be that way though but like slight motivation to be like man go sit down dude yeah. go go put out go hug a stranger sticker and whatever <laughs> you kids do Stranger. and I'm gonna go back and look at a T1 frame oh, <laughs> what man. old people do <laughs> yeah T1 has been in business for a long time yeah stranger hmm. I heard about stranger and not nothing against them I was just I had to instantly pick like. To me, that's a little kid brand, I guess. It must be like a new millennium, new era, isn't it? I think so. If you got to put a pizza or a, or a what, if you got to like fad out your bike to sell it, then, then I guess you do you. But who, I can't really say much because I'm not in the business and not worried about sales. Mm. Oh, but I see. mad like the T1 and people like that, they're the ultimate. They'll always be the ultimate. 
Terrible one, huh? Yeah, terrible one is going on for a long time, huh? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yep. You know, wow. Maybe not financially doing the best, but they're still here. And everybody, you know. Knows. Yeah, my buddy wrote T1. He was telling me a story about it. It was pretty big. The Ram. Yeah, the, the Ram. Oh, when they went dream. to Texas. Like, oh. I think Greg had the opportunity when he was there for Texas Toast. Yeah, they said that's a big old huge ramp. I was like, oh. Kevin Porter was out there, I guess. or well, I don't know. They're all pretty from Austin, much. Texas and shit. Yeah, everybody. But, yeah, man, that's pretty crazy, man. Those kids these days, they would think they're all tough shit. And they, <laughs> I remember one time going to fucking, where it was? Where the fuck was it? Colorado? Utah? Or fucking California? Or whatever it is. But they was like, hey, are you pro? I'm like, no. <laughs> hey, can you do a backflip? I'm like, no. It's the classic question. Yeah, like, hey, hey, are you sponsored? <laughs> They used to well, ask a dollar for every time a kid who's asked yeah. those exact same questions. I'd be rich. They would tell me, are you sponsored? I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's uh, what's your best trick you can do? Or stuff like that. And yeah. like, oh. <laughs> but they ask you all these questions and shit. And it's funny, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we just, we, for the most part, would build, build your ramps. Like, our first, first skate park was... Uh, all like ramps that I think me pretty much I made and then a couple other people added to it and it had you know one location and then we moved up to a different location and then I think um the city was well basically you know we were riding and skating in the streets and got approached and they're like knock it off get organized get a skate park and as soon as we you know as soon as they said that we're like can we bring our ramps here okay we do it actually we might have just done it i think we just brought him there mm-hmm. and then like as soon as they locked down a location hey you guys we're gonna build a skate park here we brought a six foot quarter pipe um you guys haul that shit yeah that we, heavy yeah there. oh yeah we had it it was in my backyard we got like seven well who knows probably 10 people lifted it in a pickup oh. see how like within a day they you know they drive by later and there's like wooden sketchy ramps the quarter pipe was legit but like the rest was all really sketchy no shit. Yeah. And man, our little town, we were like pretty much one of the first in the state to do it. I think um, a skate park? Yeah, well I think like uh Dyke West and Fargo might have no, they I don't even think they I had don't one think yet. Far- Fargo has a higher population. For right? sure. Like they might have had I'm sure they did have some stuff. Um as far as over here, like On we the were western part? Yeah, we were underway of getting it, but they made stuff happen a little quicker in Dickinson and Dickinson got theirs like six months prior and then we got ours and then williston got theirs a little bit after um i think the original one was actually hilliard or hilliard where's that no wait what's it called hill hill i might be thinking of the spokane park hill yeah hillside hillside skate park was like a long time ago but that was basically just like a bank ramp and a few other things but where's that at? that's in bismarck and they turned that Ooh. into something awesome like the the skateboarder me, yeah me you and john wrote oh, yeah, it yeah, it's yeah. kind of you know awesome as in like a diy awesome like it's, it's like it le- yeah ledges half, rails yeah. that's about it huh like a yeah, street real real not a whole lot then they did their addition which was built by like that's a pretty not, good it's, pocket bowl yeah, what is it like it's fun half? it's steep it's sketchy it yeah. was actually built by a company who builds pools oh yeah yeah so oh, it's sure. not whatever i guess ideal but ideal for if you like riding sketchy things like i do so yeah but yeah, but the radius was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's tight, which I like. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the cool thing about it. And then I think uh, Mandans might have gotten theirs around the same time as Williston. All very poorly built parks, minus Mandan. Hill, yeah, it was the same people who built Williston's. They're like, you know, poured, poured concrete slabs and then they mm -hmm. get the funding and then Google a X Games course and then scale it down oh, to like three feet tall. Yeah. And, you know, the rails are all, like, flop, loosening out. The Williston Park makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, it's kind of scary because there's, like, a blind spot. And anybody oh, that dude. comes in and then you drop in, boom, you can yep. hit another skater or a little Hector kid. Put his accidentally put his fist to a kid's head and the kid's oh. head bounced off the pavement, man. It about oh. made my stomach turn. It was terrible. Yeah. And he felt terrible. Hector did, you know. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah, it's kind of, like. But then again, you can wall ride that fucker going down, huh? Kind of, yep. Yeah, yep. you can wall ride. Because yep. that's like a, the back end of a half mini ramp, isn't it? It's bigger yeah, it's than a mini ramp, yeah, isn't it? six foot tall. You know, six foot by 16 with uh, lumps in the transition. There's lumps in the transition? Yeah. yeah, really? It's pretty weird, but like, the you know, there's this local dude named Chewy who definitely knew how to ride it. In Williston, North Dakota? Yeah, you could blast it. Oh, no shit. Wow. Greg, too. Greg knows how to ride her. He knows how to ride her pretty good? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If Evergreen listening to this podcast, <laughs> come out here and build a sick-ass skate park, dude. Like the one in... No, well, that was Grind Lines, huh? The one in Baker? Yep. That's a Grind Line. Evergreen or we'll Grind take Line? We can get. I, honestly, I think, you know, if the... Oh, I'm hoping Joel Brown gets in as county commissioners. Like, no Who's dude. that? Yeah, just someone I kind of, he's about my younger sister's age, but mm -hmm. just nice to know people up, up on board. And I'd like to at least get like a, a smaller phase to mainly fix things. And then if that were the case, um, Jake condensed concrete out of Cleveland, Ohio, who used to work for Evergreen, mm -hmm. would, would be my ideal choice mainly to uh always give the i don't know i don't not the underdog but give the 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 smaller business the okay. first chance the first okay and i want i want him to if i'm able to build a backyard does he have a bowl. crew and stuff too well he he did a skate park in pennsylvania recently and he does um a lot he's got a private little mini bowl in his garage he's he's not only sick at the building but like sick on uh his AutoCAD stuff is prime, you know, like he knows what's up. And he, if I'm able to get the funding to do a backyard bowl at my house, which I'm hoping to, I'm gonna, he's gonna be, be the guy good. I wanna have come yeah. out and show me the ropes, whether I can take it from there or not. We'll see. I'm sure, I can. Yeah, that'll be nice. It's yeah. insane. It ain't hard. You just, what is, if there's always a will, there's a. Yep. How does that say? Well, there's a well, there's a way, and there's a way. There all is. the access to, you know, I got access to, I, I guess, all the material and equipment that we'd need, and I've got a sick spot for it. And just take your time, I guess, and make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll be fun. Like a DIY, or just you know, even the city or something. You know, fund the skate park and shit, make it better. Yeah, we need a couple fixes on ours. That's for sure. Yeah, I think so. Again, <laughs> look at Baker, Montana. Oh, it's a work of uh, art. It's smaller than this town. Mm -hmm. There's like less population, and look yeah, at it, there's 4,000 people, and they got just a beautiful park. 
one of the best parks around this area, I think. Yeah, I'd say within 500 miles, probably the best. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. Plus Baker Brewery, plus the Madison Rocks. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you guys want to go camp out and stuff, that's a good place to camp out. Yeah. Madison Rocks at the brewery. Hang out at the old school old brewery. Old school, yeah. And it was a old school. It was an a actual school, huh? school, yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. It gets too hot, jump in the lake right across the river. Oh, right yeah. across the street from the Right next park. to the skate park, there's a freaking lake, huh? Yeah. And just, nobody there. Ah, oh, just... Yeah. All the people living in populated places. I feel bad for you when it comes to the bikes and boards, I guess. We just yeah. got these places to ourselves. Crank up the tunes. Let it rip. Yeah, I seen a video down in Venice. They, a bunch of skaters yeah. got together and started like... Shoveling it, huh? Shoveling. Did you see that video? Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> Their bowl's pretty much clean mm-hmm. you know and then then in the areas that like still have sand people are doing like sand activities which is awesome yeah, and they're all using like pale buckets and shit oh, so awesome yeah that's pretty uh, classic i part. wonder who did that who ordered that fucking call the shop for that and then cuckoo for cocoa puff you know oh shit she's an absolute kook a lot of kooky things out there the more beautiful, the more kooks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. What's another good question, David? What inspires you, David? Ooh, that's the the, the typical question, huh? The one yes. that makes a, make make me think. Hmm. Does it inspires? Uh huh. Mm, I guess every every day is pretty awesome. Every day is a good day? I get inspired. Favorite. I look forward to a morning cup of coffee. Oh, yeah? The most. I love it. My wife cooks a good breakfast. My mm-hmm. girls are in a super good mood. Sip a good cup of coffee. And that's how the day begins. And then the day ends cruising home listening to NPR jazz. Oh, NPR. So you got the... That's just good start and a good end. <laughs> NPR, yeah. That's a good one. Perry Republic. Yeah. Chill out, yeah. That's a good end of the night. Usually, the sun's going down and listening to some crazy jazz, and you're like, Oh wow, just that's good. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the things that inspire you. Yeah, I suppose the day, just the little things, man, versus the good weather. Good weather for sure. In North Dakota, it's like when there's no wind, you're just like, Oh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's go ride, let's go do something. And you Usually the wind stops at, say, 9 o'clock anyway, so you always get that chill spot, but a lot of crap days happen, too. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Let's see here. Here's another question, David. What is it like raising three little girls? Oh, man. Well, my wife is, like, superwoman so it makes it extremely easy for me oh yeah <laughs> yeah it makes it really easy oh yeah you got nothing but little girls huh yeah, all girls that's yeah. you wanted to have a boy or i didn't oh. i had no plans to have any kids no kids. not that i no did not want to have kids it's just all of a sudden there's one it just happened and huh? later all of a sudden she's pregnant again and uh-huh. all of a sudden so not nothing was planned but uh no oh. i wouldn't i wouldn't change anything she's a She's a good role model to take the lead, uh-huh. and it, I guess you know. Yeah. Most most boys, most modern boys are little whiny crybabies, so it'd oh, be yeah? tough for me to deal with. 
Like, what age, though? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just because everyone raises their kids on an, with an iPad in each hand versus, oh, like, yeah. my girls are twice as rough and tough than, mm-hmm. than you know, yeah, the majority of people. Yeah, that's to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Cause, yeah, because this, what, what year are we in? 2020, yeah. 2020. When I was a kid, I didn't have an iPad. No. I remember, uh, maybe the Tiger. Remember Tiger, the video games? I had Power Rangers, Aladdin, and then you put two AA batteries and you play it. I think it. I remember some kids in the bus in Bonners uh, yeah. Ferry, Idaho, playing them. Yeah, I was you know, that was like an iPad back in the day. Yeah, that was it. Tiger, it was called Tiger something. That was the name of the of the company that made them. Tiger Shark. And then, um, you know, and then I remember, yeah. Those stuff. That was, I think because it, it was cheaper than a Game Boy, too. Game Boys were expensive, shit. Back in the day, if you had a Game Boy, like, oh, shit. You know. <laughs> you know yeah, I had, instead of that, shit. I had eight other brothers and sisters. So there was Yeah, no I game, never had a Game Boy. game consoles. Until I started fucking working and shit. I bought myself a Game Boy, but, you know, my parents didn't got me shit like that. My dad did got me a, a, a Nintendo. Nice. My first Nintendo for Christmas. That's about it. And I was fucking stoked. Yeah, nice. Uh, but it was only three kids, too. But then again, you know, it was, you know, <laughs> California. Southern California is very oh, expensive man. living oh, there. I'm man. pretty sure during that time, the average person wouldn't make no more than 100 bucks, I would think. Yeah. Less than 100 bucks a day. Oh, yeah, those are the old days right there. Mm -hmm. Did you ever want to have a little boy, David, after you had, like, girls? Um, not really. I mean, people ask me that question all the time. It's not like I... I don't really plan for anything Uh ever, you know? So, after the first one, I was... After the first girl... Yeah, right away, maybe, you know? It's like, oh, that'd be cool. And then once we had one girl, I'm like... Man, it'd be so convenient if the next one was a girl. We already got all the clothes. Yeah, it'd be little buddies. It just it it work yeah, out. Yeah, I don't remember true. if we if we knew for Jade or not. I don't think we did. Uh huh. You know, we got an ultrasound with the first one. Uh huh. And I delivered the second one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I had a Doctor David. That is Doctor Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I seen how the <laughs> delivering babies. Yeah, I seen that shit. Cause Marvel had a fucking uh, what do they call it? Like uh, medical terminology, VBAC or yep, which uh, is very cool that she was able to make that yeah, happen. Yeah, she did it with little Richie. That's awesome. And then I was there, and then I was like, push, push. She was like, eh, eh. <laughs> like, eh. and I see little Richie's head. I'm like, oh shit! I see. Like, what up, homie? <laughs> and the doctor was there, and then that's awesome. And then she lost quite a bit of blood. Yeah, yeah she lost quite a bit of blood, and I even asked, "Hey, man, I, you know, I ain't no doctor, but yeah, I see quite a bit of blood, man. This is like abnormal, you know." And then I asked the dog, how much, how much blood did she lost? Like about a pint or two pints? Blood, like, yeah, that's quite a bit. That's what it was? Yeah. Two pints? Yeah. Okay. Close to two pints. Like, man, that's quite a bit. That's... I did the water birth deal. So in the 
me and Abby delivering it wasn't intentional. It's just because the midwife was like, like thirty seconds too late. Like as oh, soon yeah. as Indy was out, the she door, showed up. The door pops open, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> there's there's a baby!" Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're too late. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know she kind of maybe thought I was gonna be mad or something, but I was just super stoked and like adrenaline up, I guess, by the time it was mm-hmm. said and done. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, man. What a cool story. Now I can say I delivered yeah, a baby. Yeah, yeah, that is a pretty cool story. Oh, shit. But, you know, the mid- she made it for the third baby, so that's all good. Oh, yeah? She, yeah. she made sure she was on time yeah, this time. she huh? showed up right at 7.30 or so. I just hung out, sat there, and then the as soon as um, Jade was coming out, here comes Iris and Indy down the stairs peeking their head in like right when the babies were oh, yeah. right, right so they knew up. what was going on or what <clears throat> they were sleeping you know oh, if we would have had the time we would have t- um taken them over to my mom's but it you know they were sleeping during all of it until here's a baby and then here comes the girls just come downstairs right away Ooh, on the on? ladder and shit yeah. like wwe style <laughs> 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 remember that little kid fell down from the ladder where at at your house did someone do that yeah what's his name um um, Casey's kid. Ooh, I don't remember like, that. Bam! Like, oh, like shit. The, in my, like my loft ladder? Yeah, right there when you go up to the bed, I guess. Yeah, when you we were, were all over for... Yeah, yeah, for the birthday party. Yep, yep, yep. You were like, oh, I don't like, oh, man, that looks like think... WWE right there. Wrestling <laughs> shit. Yeah. Bam! Like, oh, damn, that's cool. Yeah, that little staggered <laughs> ladder will, will be like half the reason but then again he's not experienced yeah he doesn't know what the yeah, fuck is my going. kids go up and down it a trillion times a yeah, day and yeah. it's like you know even i think the electrician who wired the house was like shaking coming down really <laughs> no he's a bigger dude but like to me it's nothing you know and to them it's yeah, nothing once you too. do something every day it's yep. like whatever second nature yeah, it's like whatever it ain't it's, it ain't nothing mm-hmm. yeah man having three little girls huh yeah, it's awesome, man. Now, now when I roll up to a park, I got a bike rack that's just completely slammed, packed full of every size bike mm-hmm. and skateboards, and then we kind of just take over the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> and we're usually the loudest and the wildest. Yeah. And Iris just zigzags a million miles an hour mm-hmm. on her little eighteen-inch bike that she can ride. How about little heck out of? Little Indy, how? Huh? Indy's, Indy's, a, you know, Iris was pedaling at three years old, you mm-hmm. know, like, like the day she turned three mm-hmm. on that little kink that um, John bought her for her birthday. Uh-huh. And Indy can ride it, but she's, I mean, a lot of, you know, we lived in town before and now um, we're out of town with a packed Scoria driveway. So it's a little slower learning process to, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little sketchier. But if I bring her to the skate park, I can push her and she'll pedal 20 feet. Okay. But she's still not, you know, looking down, not looking up. And she turns four in a couple of weeks. So she's four years slightly away. behind yeah. Iris, but I only behind due to, like, where we live at. And Jade, it uh, constantly, you know, bike, bike. She oh, goes yeah. up, she grabs her strider with the S&M badge and, oh, yeah. and just walks that thing everywhere. But that's what she sees her sisters do because... Iris, yeah, that's yeah, her, her commuting yeah. tool. Yeah, like, if yeah. she's going down to get some toys or go to the chicken coop, she pedals to the chicken coop. If she finds something she wants to bring back, mm-hmm. she grabs it. If she can't fit it, she'll grab some uh, string 
and like rig something up like mm-hmm. and so she can haul it yeah <laughs> she's wow. she's like a little engineer i guess yeah wow yeah that's cool yeah 20 acres helps for 20 for three girls yeah, that's to for run sure. around huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get loud and crazy Send yeah. them outside. It's better living than in town, that's for sure. Uh, huh? Yeah, I love it. I can never yeah, go back. I bet. No. Yeah, I unless bet. I'm in like a sick ass town. Give me a, a yeah. cute little uh, town home in Hamilton, Montana. In middle I'll take Montana, that. Yeah. middle of nowhere. Oh, it got to be a small town. I'm all about the small towns. Plus, you could just pedal across and ride the sickest. Skate I would park like to live like outside of city limits. That's yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's sweet. This is a good beer. Yeah, the hazies. Mm, tastes different. Well, From di- going to that to this, it's a little different, huh? Even nice. though this is a tropical, torpedo, tropical IPA, Sierra Nevada. If you guys want to sponsor me, <laughs> sponsor the podcast, let me know. <laughs> Hit me up, Sierra Nevada. What's this, Elijah? El- or Elijah, Elijah Brewery. Hit me up, too, if you guys want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> hanging out, talk about all this cool stuff in life, you know. That's, what's another good question, David? I got I got my notebook here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty handy, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, what are the experiences you anticipating as they evolve? Growing up, the girls. Oh yeah, the little girls. Oh, okay. Your daughters. What? Uh, what are the experiences you are anticipating as they evolve? Growing up, <coughs> well, the little shoot girls already at uh, like little Cindy. Soon to be two for Jade, soon to be four for Indy, and Iris is six. They've probably been to more skate parks than they've been to more skate parks than I did by the time. Oh I was, yeah, like, 15, oh that's for sure, cool. man. They've been all over and that's pretty cool then you show them that raise them wild and stay outside i guess yeah that's pretty cool you show them that yeah dude i didn't even go to skate park till i was like fucking about 13 for me maybe like about 15 14 okay yeah because you know we grew up in the projects and then we had a skate park we used to play football, and then we used to do boxing, too. Nice. We used to make, like, a wannabe ring boxing. We used to beat the nah. shit out of each other. <laughs> and then we used to do um, football, too. Nice. At that time, I liked the 49ers. Oh, yeah. The locals, kind of. And then after that, I was like, yeah, fuck the 49ers. I'm t- sticking with the Rams and shit like that. <laughs> and then... um. And then when there was like speed bumps around the projects oh, and, the, yeah. and the apartments, and we just just jump, boom, boosted off of it and shit. Nice. And fucking uh, and there was like a basketball court right there, but we didn't even play basketball. We just ride our bikes on that court, <laughs> and fucking um, you know, just do bunny hops and try to do tricks and shit, and that's about it, you know. And then. We started going to skate parks. The nearest skate park was quite a bit, a few miles. Nice. It was called uh, Romaine Skate Park. Nice. And then, um, man, we used to ride our bikes. It was at least like 10 miles away. Nice. We used to ride our bikes all the way. It was like our transportation. Like if your mom was like, hey, go get me some milk, you know. I will just get on my bike and go to the store and get some milk and bring it back with a sack on the handlebar <laughs> hanging yeah. on the sack. 
commuter. It was like a transportation too. For I used sure. to go to school with it and shit and yeah. hang around, you know. Go to school, fucking lock my bike and fucking. I was my transportation and shit when I was growing up. Go anywhere with it. But yeah, go ahead. What, what were you telling? What were you saying about? Okay, the 